we've talked about the two luminaries sun and moon and we've talked about the five planets that are visible with the naked eye and now it is time to learn about rahu and ketu the two shadow planets that make vedic astrology even more interesting hello and welcome to the holistic astrology podcast from bhagyashri holistic astrology this is season 2 episode 9 and today we are talking about rahu and ketu the two shadow planets that signify desire and detachment in vedic astrology every planet signifies some aspects of our life rahu and ketu are shadow planets which means that there is no physical existence of this planet anywhere we imagine them as magnetic points somewhere in our solar system which have a very strong gravitational pull in several different systems these two planets are defined differently according to hindu mythology it was a demon who drank nectar and became immortal his head was then cut off from his body by vishnu because of which he now exists in two parts the head which is rahu and the rest of the body which is ketu rahu and ketu are frequently depicted as a serpent and you can easily connect it to the serpent of desire they are also known as the north node and the south node of the moon north node being rahu and south node being ketu rahu is the one that ascends and ketu is the one that descends the names and origins of these two planets may vary in different stories but what remains consistent is that they are two parts of one whole they are two opposite sides of the magnet which have a very strong attachment to each other but continue to have very distinctive personalities and demands regardless of the system that you follow rahu and ketu are always lying across a 180 degree axis this axis is actually very helpful in defining your life's purpose what works for you and what truly does not to understand this let's look into what these two planets signify rahu or the north node of the moon signifies desires and obsessions it tells you about things that you are obsessed about things that you want to achieve things that you really really crave on the other hand we have the south node or ketu which signifies the things that you are detached from or the things that you do not crave anymore if we place them vertically in your kundali you can see rahu in the first house or the ascendant and ketu in the seventh house or the descendant rahu will take you up to the land of obsessions and desires ketu will take you down to the land of detachment and disillusionments rahu will go on and tell you about things that you will uh, you will want in life while ketu will denote things that you don't want anymore we can frequently connected with your previous current and future incarnations ketu is what you have already experienced in plenty in your past life therefore you have no desire to fulfill the demands of ketu anymore your brain your entire being simply revolts against the whole idea of whatever the house that ketu is placed in signifies for instance you may have ketu in the first house now you may have focused extensively on yourself in a past life and now you have no further desire to look good appear well to others 
or to manage people and appearances. It is not like you will not try to make it happen, but things will simply fall apart. For Rahu, it is the exact opposite. You just want certain things. You want them with all your heart and soul. However, Rahu can get distracted very easily and is never satisfied with what it gets. So, satiation is never achieved. Also, there is no boundary between a want and a desire. So, you may want to look like a certain sports person. Now see, it adds nothing of value to your life. It does not add anything of, of quality to your life. But you just want to do that. And you want to dedicate all your mental, spiritual and physical resources to it. So this is how Rahu and Ketu often function in our Kundali in a very generic sense. As I told you earlier, Rahu and Ketu always form an axis on your Kundali. It is always a straight line running from one to another. The degrees of Rahu and Ketu are always the exact same since they are moving in tandem. So if Rahu is at 23 degrees, Ketu will also be at 23 degrees. They are always 180 degrees apart from each other. You may find Rahu and Ketu together in some Kundlis, but it only happens when you are creating smaller charts like D30, D60. In Lagna and Moon Kundalis, D9 and D10, they are never together and that is the rule. This means that Rahu will always be 7 houses or 7 Rashis away from Ketu and vice versa. If Rahu is in the 1st house, Ketu will always be in the 7th house. If Rahu is in Aries, Ketu will always be in Libra. So, this is one of the foundational rules related to these two planets. Now, there is an interesting thing called Kal Sarp Dosh related to these two planets. People are really scared of this particular dosh in India. Though it is relatively new and polarizes the entire astrology community, I have noticed that it is potent but not as powerful or not as malefic in most cases as it is presented to be. Rahu and Ketu together make Vedic astrology even more interesting. They talk about taboo subjects, desires, dislikes and more. They create the quirks or unique factors of your personality. They tell you about the things that you waste your time on, things that you may never get and things that will constantly demand your attention. I've seen several people get extremely malefic results from Rahu and Ketu simply because they do not understand how these planets function. They work suddenly, create catastrophes and act as two variables of your life that will never let it sit still. This is why studying the positions of Rahu and Ketu, their dispositors and their exact times of activation or their dashas becomes very important. However, if I keep talking about Rahu and Ketu, I'll probably make this a 12-hour podcast. <laughs> so, I'd like to end here. These were the basic things that you need to learn about these two planets or these two shadow planets of Vedic Astrology. Of course, there is a lot more to know, but we will save it for another time. Till then, take care of yourself and have a good day. Thank you.